0: This episode of The Legend of Retro is sponsored by Detroit Beard Collective.com where you can find beards of all shapes and sizes. You can for find your collection. Nope, you can find beard supplies such as beard balms, mustache wax, beard elixirs, combs, shampoos, all the tools you need to feed your beard, not not necessarily purchase collections of beards. Where do I get a beard though? from your own face typically now you're an unfortunate fellow who who obviously can't grow a beard too well but if you are a person who has great facial hair detroit beer collective is the one to help you out well tell you what i may not be able to grow facial hair but i sure as hell can appreciate it that's right and you know what i can do what spend money that's right you go in detroitbeardcollective.com if you spend 25 or more you can use the offer code mcgaming and get 20 percent off your order that's great. That is great. I so, can spend more money on beards that way. Right. Oh, uh, well, what? On beard items. Thank you. That's, I'm scared now. No, don't be. It's okay. So so thank you, Detroit Beard Collective, for sponsoring this episode of The Legend of Retro. Remember, everyone, use the offer code MCGAMING at checkout and receive 20% off your order of $25 or more. And get some beards. Supplies. Prepare yourselves for a journey through history, get equipped for adventure, grab your power gloves and super scopes, for it's dangerous to go alone. This is the Legend of Retro. Welcome to this week's Legend of Retro podcast, I'm Chops And Correct WK. And today we are talking about Gundam. Say it for me, Craig.
1: Journey to Jaburo.
0: Jaburo. I Jaburo. knew I was going to mess up that last part. what I, I need you to say. It.
1: Honestly, I always say Jaburo. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, Jaburo, I think is how you pronounce it. It is a. Uh, was released on August 6, 2001. It's a PlayStation 2 uh third-person action game from Bandai, and it closely follows the original 1979 Gundam series, uh, which depicts the young man Amuro Ray, as he's thrust into a futuristic war that depicts, or pits, the Earth Federation against the uh, forces of Zeon, which have declared independence from, you know, the Earth. It's the original, well, it's not the original Big Giant Robot series.
0: What? Would be the original, like
1: Gigantor or something, oh, oh, you know? Okay. Uh,
0: but it is probably about the most revolutionary. Well, it's, it's the original Gundam. It is the original Gundam. Yeah, so it's got a lot of history for it, like absolutely. in the whole art, like because there's so many frickin', uh Gundam series out there. Yeah, absolutely. And it's weird because Gundam is like. It's sort of like
1: mishmashed. You have like series from the original universe called yeah. the Universal Century and a whole lot of them. But then you have like, you know, series like Gundam Wing, which are alternate universes of Gundam and like G Gundam and, you know, tons of stuff.
0: G Gundam, my favorite. Isn't that the, isn't that the one where they were fighting in tournaments? That was so bad. Burning Gundam and all that Shining Gundam and all that stuff. It was so bad. Yeah, it's
1: my favorite. It would be. It would be chops. <laughs> it would. Have you ever seen the original 1979 Gundam series? No, I have not. You will not like G Gundam very much after you see that,
0: uh, or I'll like it more. Right? No, no. I mean, who wouldn't like a Gundam riding a Gundam horse? <laughs> it's so That's bad. amazing. It's so bad. Anyway, so uh,
1: before we get too off topic, I uh, so this. Uh, third person action game It's basically you know puts you like kind of you know in the cockpit of your you know the, the Gundam the original Gundam mm-hmm. and it takes you through the series so it actually does a pretty good job of like kind of showing you what the series is about Yeah, they cut it down a bit but I it was uh, like
0: playing in the actual anime is what it seemed like to me yeah it's the controls are a little on the clunky side
1: but they're not too bad it's not you know like rough it's just a little clunky and uh it's uh yeah, it's it's pretty fun. Uh, so I had got played this when I was younger, uh, but this was your first time playing a chop. So let's hear what you have to say on the matter.
0: So it's a third person game. Mm-hmm. The camera angle behind the Gundam that you're in. It's a typical. Like I would equate it to a third person shooter. Similar as of now. But you're in a giant robot. You're in a Gundam, and you're fighting. in the first level, you just fight a couple Zaku's around this base. Yeah, they're giant robots. Um, you're you have a beam sword. You don't get to use the gun yet. And you have a shield, and it's simple controls. Is like you know you're. Robot moves a little slow because it's a giant robot, uh-huh. but it has boosters. So you can, like, dash forward, dash back, dash left and right. Mm-hmm. It It's a little weird because they combine the turning and the movement controls into the same D buttons. Yeah. Um. So you have to rotate to move in that direction. So I wasn't getting down, like, dodging like you were because you played it a lot more than I have. Right, yeah. But uh, it was fun. I liked it. It was simple yet satisfying because I love mech games I love playing in giant robots yeah
1: it's hard to go wrong with giant robots really yeah. you know you you I feel like you can improve a lot of like subpar games just by making them giant robots oh, yeah. and and
0: being able to change a few things here and there on them
1: mm-hmm. yeah now in uh, Gundam Journey to Jaburo, uh, you after the first level because in the first level you're you're in a space colony. So if you use your beam rifle, you'll pierce right through the colony right. and everybody will die. So uh, the uh, all the missions in the game always take place on land, whether it's in the colony or after that first level, which is kind of like a training level. Uh, you're you're on the Earth. Yep, they kind of jump ahead the series to avoid space battles, and I. Uh, once you're in the second level you actually get to choose your loadout of weapons. So you you have a beam rifle which is basically just like a like a, almost like a like a sniper rifle almost. It's mm-hmm. long range, does big damage. The second weapon is like a bazooka which does like big area of effect damage, a little bit of a slower shot. And the third weapon is called like the
0: hyper hammer. So these are the this is the hyper beam cannon I think it was or beam rifle or no it's the beam, rifle, beam rifle, rifle hyper bazooka, bazooka and hyper
1: Mace? Or Gundam hammer or something like that. Something like it's that. basically Haper, just
0: Mace, yeah, hammers. Like
1: it, it's basically just this giant ball with spikes on it, with jet boosters on the back yep. of it, and you launch it at the enemies, and it rockets itself to the enemy, and then you pull it
0: back on a chain.
1: It's kind of amazing. It's,
0: it is pretty sweet.
1: It's it's super dumb, but my lord, is it amazing? Is it in the show? It isn't the original show, so yeah. here uh, if there's two ways you can watch the original Gundam series. You can watch the like 49 episodes or whatever, uh, you know, anime, or they eventually made like a three movie series where they trimmed it down and they got rid of the the hammer. They got rid of like the beam javelin, which is in the anime. They get rid of a bunch of the weird weapons, and they also get rid of the fact that in the original Gundam, it's transforming. It's like it's like they sort of stole the the transforming robot thing where like it's a jet combined with like a tank and combined with this and it makes the Gundam. They just trimmed all that stuff out because really it's not that necessary. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, no, it's uh the the game itself is is like you said it's very satisfying. You know, smashing things with a giant robot like you can't really go wrong, right? It's
0: I I I wanted to play Armored Core immediately after it. <laughs> Right, yeah, it's it's and, and it's not a perfect game, you know. No, it's, it's a PlayStation Two game of the of its era. It yeah. does a pretty good job, and the, the fact that it has all these anime scenes spliced in between the missions, yeah, like that takes up a lot of memory. Mm-hmm. So uh, the game still function decent without with, or with that in there. Yeah, absolutely. Now
1: here's uh what's kind of cool is uh, after you beat the game you get this mode you unlock called Tactics Mode, Okay, and basically what that is is it puts you in the place of a random soldier. Either on the Federation side or the Xeon side. And you complete missions. Like it's like attack this base and like, you know, destroy destroy this, like, you know, whatever it is, like, you know, the the, the their satellite dish or something. Mm-hmm. And so you get to choose whatever like whatever random soldier mobile suit you want to use, and you can do all these like weird, like little side missions. And honestly, the main game is fun. It's not bad. That's the mode. That I spent hours and hours of my life on, just playing as different mobile suits. It's
0: it's all it's endless. Like there's not you don't go through them all. Or well,
1: you go through them all, and then you can repeat with like different mobile suits. So like there's the Zaku's you mentioned. Mm-hmm. There's uh. uh you know, goofs and doms and, you know, the Kemfer, which is like this really rare mobile suit from only one other series. Uh, they they add all these different like mobile suits in. And then even the Federation side had like the uh, the random flunky soldiers, the gyms. It had the gun cannon, the gun tank, the mm. the crazy things with guns on their shoulders. Uh, they add uh, uh, for the obscure Gundam fan. There's even the Alex Gundam and the blue destiny that they throw in there, which, probably doesn't mean anything to a lot of people but for the the rare Gundam fan that's listening to this I know
0: one person that that means something to.
1: Yep. That's probably the same person I'm thinking of. Yep.
0: Uh in fact I
1: I if you follow their uh Instagram they actually recently did the Blue yep. Destiny models. Yep,
0: that's why, yeah. Yep.
1: Uh-huh. Yep, exactly. So uh so yeah, no, it's there's a lot of cool like little features and stuff to the game and honestly what took up my time wasn't even the main game, it was just playing through as like random different mobile suits and like using like the the uh, the weaker mobile suits on tougher missions like the Zaku 2. Oh,
0: challenging yourself there! Craig. I got pretty good. Wow, I got
1: pretty good at the game.
0: How long is the story mode?
1: Not super long, because here's the thing: the uh, the game takes place uh, mostly while the the crew the 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 crew the the characters on Earth, mm-hmm. and once the characters get to the uh, the base Jaburo. Uh, basically, at the end of the game, uh, of the game, and and at that point in the series of the anime, uh, the, there's this huge attack on the the Jaburo base, which is like the Federation's like main army base, and they 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 win. They you know push the enemy away, and the ending to this game is basically them going into space, and that's oh, it. Okay. And the game continues. In fact, there's a sequel on PlayStation 2 called Encounters in Space, which finishes up the game. It takes place right when they arrive at like the uh, Space Fortress Solomon, uh, and then it continues to the, same, the very end of the series. Same controls? Very similar controls. It, they're they're smoother. Like the they uh the tactics mode is more fleshed out. Mm-hmm. So you have like more mobile suits to choose from. You actually get a like a character model. You name yourself and you like make yourself oh, a random really? soldier. Oh, wow. it's great. It was really cool. I uh, so Journey to Jaburo is like the first of the two games. Uh, it kind of holds a maybe a more special place in my heart. Just because I like right at Gundam Fever is when this game came out. And <laughs> Gundam so, Fever. Gundam Fever. Yeah, man. It was uh, right after Gundam Wing uh, played through on TV. They started playing the original 1979 series on Cartoon Network, The Toonami Run, for our listeners who were into that. And I'm right. actually sure a good chunk probably were. Right. Uh, and yeah, no, it was super popular. It was getting big. And was uh, it
0: ever, when was it originally? Was it run here? The original mobile suit? The
1: original Gundam, they attempted to bring over, and it flopped. It just, like, nobody was into it. The voice actors they got weren't that great, yada, yada. And then years and years later, Gundam Wing came to America. People loved it. And so they redubbed it, brought it over, like, uh, uh, pretty much unedited. Like, Mm -hmm. they, they, you know, kept all the violence and stuff in and pushed it that way. And it was popular. Like, people liked it. But yeah, the original series came out in 1979.
0: Wow! Yeah, yeah, crazy. you can definitely tell it came out in 1979. <laughs> kind just of, just the yeah. way the transition ske- screens in the game is like the title screens in the episode uh-huh. with this weird, like discoy sound effects. <laughs> And, and like, Western-style, like, spaghetti Western-style sound effects. And then the narrator saying, like, the name of it was Winding Trail or whatever. Gundam Rising. Yeah, it was... Oh man. Yeah, it's, it was so fun. Yeah, it's it's a really really
1: almost like retro-inspired game, but not because of the gameplay. Like yeah. the gameplay was was very modern at the time, of course. But like just the aesthetics of the
0: game, the music, it, like every little thing, it all hit on the same same level. Yeah. It all just clicked together. Like I don't think any other series that I could think of of that time was either too cheesy mm-hmm. or like just real strange like it just had a nice balance uh-huh. of that 70s weird and 80s weirdness to to make it feel okay. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, absolutely. And I I I mean the the gameplay itself like the I mean the You know, like like we had said, you know, even though the aesthetics were super retro and very, very dated, uh, like purposely dated, of course. I, I mean, the the gameplay itself is is pretty standard. You know, like in the second level, Chops Watch Me Play, uh, you you go through this like basically like the Grand Canyon, Mm -hmm. uh, and it's basically like all these tanks and stuff are on the ground trying to
0: get you. You're escorting a big ship, Mm -hmm. and it, I was surprised at how well it functioned. Like you'd think, and like it, because it it, it it progressively generates the field as yeah. you move further. So some things aren't loaded yet. Yeah. But like that's the way the sprites were on screen. The 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 connection of hits, like the, the hit detection, was actually pretty decent. Mm-hmm. Um, even though you were using the hammer, which (laughs) you would like immediately regretted choosing when you started the level. I did, but it's so Um, fun and
1: satisfying when you do hit things with it.
0: Like when you were hitting airships, like (laughs) you had to jump in front of them, above them and then attack to be able to hit them, which makes sense because if you're trying to hit somebody with something from behind on a rope, basically. (laughs) Yeah. Like a big yo-yo. It's going to miss pretty easily if it's behind Mm -hmm. them, unless you're in front where you can like kind of dictate where they're at
1: yeah just sort of smack them head on yeah Yeah. i i will say i i was it felt very like i mean the game itself feels satisfying we mentioned but there is something incredibly visceral about like jumping in front of an like a a plane (laughs) knowing that the the poor digital pilots inside are like oh god and then just launching this giant (laughs) spiked ball at them with jets on it
0: how ridiculous is that oh man it's
1: so great yeah it's it's really cool it's 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 a very fun game. It's it's absolutely worth it. Oh, yeah. Worth, you know, oh, yeah. yeah.
0: I, I, I don't know. Does it get much more difficult
1: after that? It, it can get pretty difficult. The, the last level I actually had a, a really hard time with when I was younger because there are so many enemy mobile suits, and they're all coming at you. And then you finally have to fight the final boss, uh, and and it's rough. Yeah, you fight the Shar guy, the mm-hmm. Char Asnable in his Zagok, which is this like crazy mobile suit with like spike hands, and it's just really fast and it like shoots missiles out of the top of its oh, head. Geez. Yeah, it's really, really quick and it's just hard to keep up with it. I finally sort of like found a way to cheese out the game by using the Gundam hammer. Oh, the God. crazy spike ball. You just keep smacking him in the face with it and like and it like gets to a point where he had a hard time like reacting to it. And that's how I kind of beat the game. Which she okay. kind of in a cheap way, but <laughs> It worked, so you know what are you gonna do? Oh, jeez. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's really really crazy. So we we had mentioned the 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 you know sort of cheesy aesthetics, you know, to it. I uh, I do want to chat about the music. Not now, obviously, yeah, uh, of course. Now the music is honestly where I think the game really shines. So uh, it well it uses some tracks from like other Gundam side story games, like other you know games that we never got in America. Uh, most of the soundtrack is just from the original 1979 series, composed by Takeo Watanabe and Yushi Matsuyama. Now, here's something kind of cool: Watanabe worked on a lot of other like anime of that era, you know, which at this point is pretty dated stuff. You know, never really came to America. It's kind of hard to to you know tell you to look into, but he's uh, he taught another composer. A man who goes by the name of Joe Hisaishi. Okay. You probably, I think—I would say that most of our listeners, even if they don't know the name, probably know this guy's work. He's the guy who does all the music for Hayao Miyazaki's Studio Ghibli films.
0: Oh, wow. Princess
1: Mononoke, uh, Spirited Away. Howl's Moving
0: Castle, Hanyo. Yep. Wow.
1: He uh, yeah. So uh, the Watanabe, the guy who did the original Gundam music, taught Joe Hisaishi, who went on to do all of Studio Ghibli's oh, it's like, music.
0: It's like hearing the Grandmaster, you know, right? Like, like that's really cool.
1: It's yeah. I thought that was really neat. Yeah, that he taught him, and I don't know how long he taught him. Maybe it was it was a very short thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, he he's uh, known as being the guy who who taught Joe Hisaishi. Nice. Which is yeah, really crazy. I uh, now. Here's a, a, one, of the, uh, uh, one of the cool songs from Gundam. Uh, it is uh, called Dashing Char, and we're not going to tell you too much more, than, except for the fact that it's pretty 70s. We think you'll enjoy it. How wonderfully seventies is that? I love
0: it. it. I just want to start discoing right now. I don't even know how to do it, and, right? I, need, and I need some flared pants. The it, it's it's crazy because like
1: it, it's incredibly dated. You know, oh, it's nineteen seventy nine Japan, and. I mean, you got to think, like, they probably were working on the music even before 1979. So, like, it's, like, what? Like, mid to late 70s mm-hmm. Japan that this guy's coming up with the music for it. And it's just so disco. It's so great. Yeah. It's... It's just great. Yeah. And that's, like, the theme of, like, fighting Char, dashing Char, also known as, like, Gallant Dalen- Char. It's got a bunch of different names. But, I. So, I also want to talk about the final... Battle music. So, this one deserves a little bit of history. So, uh, this song is called I Senshi, which is uh, like, dire- I think it roughly directly translates as like Sad Soldier. It's uh, called Soldiers of Sorrow. Now, this is the song they use at the Battle of Jaburo in the anime. Uh, it has lyrics to it, and it's really, really kind of haunting because you have to think this song is being played while a lot of people die <laughs> this is a giant battle it's a murder scene it basically is this is this is a really really crucial moment of the series because the the this is like the main federation's main base that they're really sure is hidden like they're they they don't you know they they have a lot of security but they're not prepared for battle because of the fact that it's so hidden like they're fine they're yeah. okay and the enemies stalk the heroes as they get to this base, and then they launch this giant full-scale battle, and it erupts into probably the biggest battle of the series up to this point. So we're going to play this song, and I just want you guys to remember (laughs) that it might feel a little unfitting, but it's kind of creepy for the fact that there's a lot of people dying. So let's go ahead and listen to Soldiers of Sorrow, sung by Daisuke Inoue.
2: It's a farewell
1: It's It's so happy. Right? I love this song. It's an awesome song. It's it's the singer's phenomenal. Uh, It sounded like a Elton John song in the beginning. It kind of does. And it's really really kind of scary when you consider the fact that it's just like all these soldiers are just utterly getting destroyed.
0: (laughs) It's so crazy. Like I picture like in like a modern Marvel movie, this would be going on while the heroes are like Wrecking everybody up and it's like a, mm-hmm. Like like I could picture this in place Of in the new Guardians of the Galaxy movie In the first scene the second one Like I could see this in there while they're Beating up the, the beast and while they're getting like Thrown around and stuff but not when people Are getting <laughs> murdered right. like straight up killed Yeah that that's sort of the weird <laughs> thing is Like
1: in in the Original Gundam series it's very Heavy it's super heavy And there's like they they try to Depict war as it really is And I mean it is a cartoon but I, uh, yeah, it's it's just crazy that I uh, I that you know it's just this <laughs> all the horrors of war are being shown to this like upbeat pop song yeah and uh, and is as, uh, as kind of an unfortunate note, uh, Daisuke Inoue uh, passed away uh, back in like the year two thousand. Uh, he actually committed suicide, oh, which is really geez. depressing. Yeah. It, it's kind of it's it's pretty heavy. And and it's really sad because the guy Thanks, we, Craig. Sorry. <laughs> well, he if I have to live with that knowledge, then everybody else oh, also has to live God. with that knowledge.
0: It's everybody or nobody.
1: But here's the thing if you search Daisuke Inoue, you bring up the inventor of karaoke. Because they have the same name. Oh, really? And so I'm doing my research to like find out, and I'm like, this guy did not invent karaoke. <laughs> I was like, he, he, why is he still alive? Like, I was like, this doesn't make sense. And I'm like freaking out while I'm like doing this research. I was like, I know, I heard he died. <laughs> and so I had like, Daizuke in a way is like his stage name. Oh, okay. who did this song? Now, here's the thing: the song has been covered by by quite a lot of other you know bands, mostly in Japan, of course. Mm-hmm. But there's a musical artist. That it should be fairly well known.
0: He is is he he's he's known. He, he likes to party. He likes to loves the party. He loves the party. This
1: dude loves partying. Mm-hmm. Andrew W. K. That's where you get your name from, right? Kinda. I I mean my initials are actually Craig W. K. But I started getting that name. From Xander, because he loved (laughs) Andrew W.K. so much. And coincidentally, that was my initials. And Andrew W.K., I did not get into that much when I was younger. I I thought he was okay. I didn't really pay him too much mind until he released a CD (laughs) called Gundam Rock, where he covered all the music from the 1979 (laughs) Gundam series himself, sung in English, And so what I have for you here is not the original version of the Soldiers of Sorrow theme from the anime and the video game. This is actually the cover Andrew W.K. did. And we're going to go ahead and listen to this for a bit, maybe longer than we maybe should, but it's really great, and I think you guys are really (laughs) going to love it. So, Chops, if you could take us away.
2: Sorrow, the treasure. Sing the goodbye music while the skeletons are burned to ashes. The dying bodies go back into the
1: The dying men and their good women, for the dying girls and of all of their men. It's this we, is intense. The these are the lyrics. I didn't. Know these that. are yeah right. And so when you <laughs> when you get Soldiers of Sorrow because we don't know the language. It just sort of sounds upbeat and kind of poppy, yeah. and it's like oh this is kind of nice. When you get the lyrics, it's super depressing. It's immensely depressing. It's
0: depicting covered in blackness, like. <laughs> Like does that mean like they're dead, like they can't see anything anymore, and then they're gonna turn red? Like what what does this mean? I don't feel Nothing pleasant,
1: I can tell you that right now, Chops. Oh my god. Yeah, that that's Soldiers of Sorrow, and uh, I I absolutely I can't recommend enough Gundam Rock by Andrew WK. I need to buy this album now. It's amazing. It is so good. It
0: is so. It sounds so. <laughs> good. He
1: also did a, another album that like covers anime theme songs, uh, but none of the anime like I knew, you mm-hmm. know, so it didn't really mean as much to me. But like this,
0: so it was garbage. But this is gold.
1: <laughs> I mean, Andrew WK has a great voice, so oh, I yeah. mean, his his you know singing voice is solid. But like this to me was just it meant so much. <laughs> apparently, he got really big in Japan, and like so they they I did mean, that. Apparently, that album. Japanese
0: like to party. <laughs> Who doesn't like to party? I mean. <laughs> And so, oh god, yeah. So, so this this game is just
1: like it, it means a lot to me. The series means a lot to me. I uh, I actually have a, a kind of a weird little story. Uh, so, uh, I had told you, Chops, that I recently rebought this game. So, you, basically, so you could give it a try, and so that much, I would have yeah. it. Yeah. So I bought it on eBay for for not much. It was like maybe fifteen dollars tops. Absolutely worth it in my book. But the reason I got rid of it is because years ago, I had a buddy who I would hang out with uh, that I haven't seen in a while. Uh, his name's Tim. Uh, Tim and I had very differing opinions on entertainment. We both really like video games. I liked anime uh, uh, quite a lot. You know, I, I'm a pretty big nerd. I'm into anime. He was into wrestling. Mm, okay. But he hated anime. I was into anime. I wasn't into wrestling. I didn't hate it. But you bet your butt I did everything in my power to annoy him with every step of the way. I would just be like, wrestling's fake. And he'd be like, no, dude, it's not. And I'd be like, no, dude, anime's just as real as wrestling. How do you feel about that? And I would just be this giant jerk to him. So I had gone over his house and he had a couple of siblings and uh, uh, his like, it, they they seem to like me well enough. They like you know be like oh Craig you know show us what video game you brought you know stuff like that. And so it's like younger sisters like I don't know like like over my shoulder or something and like his like younger brothers like you know jumping back and forth or whatever like you know trying to play this game or whatever. And uh, they they wanted like his younger brother wanted to like play a different game and I, it was getting time for me to leave or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I I went to start removing my stuff my memory card and my disc. I removed the memory card just as it was saving oh man and i i i didn't like i was like oh no oh no like well i'm sure it's okay like it like you know maybe it must just be that they they didn't save what i just did and that you know it's just the data from before
0: no no no, craig
1: it was corrupted it was the first time that ever happened to me in my life the data for gundam journey to jaburo was corrupted ruined all the hours I put into that tactics mode, all the things I unlocked, every single mobile suit that I got, all the like I got the bonus endings. Like when you go through tactics mode, you if you uh, if you beat it on like for Zeon, uh, every single high-ranking Zeon soldier in an anime cutscene is like "Congratulations, soldier! Like you did a good job," and like they all thank you for your service <laughs> to the Zeon Empire. <laughs> and I lost it. I lost it. It was gone, right down the toilet. And I couldn't, I couldn't bring myself to, like. I was just so mad. I just set the game down and I thought, you know what? No, no. And I never touched it again until you and I played it earlier oh, today.
0: How did it feel? It felt nice. Yeah? What- it
1: honestly makes me think I'm going to hook up my PlayStation 2 and play this game. What
0: happened to the original game? You left it there?
1: Oh no, I I sold it like to Funko Land or or uh, at the time it would cuz it was dead stopped. to you. It was dead to me at the time. I was that upset.
0: Wow.
1: I was so mad. That's
0: how I was with Breath of Fire 3. My file The same thing
1: happened to you with Breath of Fire 3? My
0: file so I had a for the PlayStation I had the like the off-brand memory card where it had like the multiple blocks i have that too and it deleted itself on that whole block (sighs) and i lost my save file and i was like i can't i can't do this again it's so hard i can't do it again and i never did it's
1: so difficult it's one thing if you want to start the game again and you're making that conscious effort it's another thing when it's taken from you yeah it's really rough and especially for like for me, yeah, an action game, okay, yeah, I was frustrated. But like an RPG is even harder because you spend so much more time.
0: I was stuck at the desert, getting through the desert maze. That's where Tank ended. And, our and Tank my friend ended. did it for me because I couldn't figure it out. Oh, 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 and no. then it deleted itself. Oh no! Oh yeah, our 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 buddy Tank, yeah,
1: uh, uh, had the same thing. He got to the desert, and like that was when he he had trouble with the game. Yeah. But in your case, you got past it. A- and then, and, then, and it, then it was deleted. And then it was gone. Wow. That you were really far in the game, too. Yeah, I know. You were right at the I end. I know. I That's know. So and I've never beat
0: it to this day. It's it. it if it's I, worth it. I know it's worth it, but I the commitment get, is bad.
1: If I could get over the pain that Gundam Journey to Javaro inflicted on my heart, I hope that someday you could get over the pain that Breath of the Wire 3 we'll see. hurt you. Because Breath of Fire 3 is, here's the thing. Breath of Fire 3 mm-hmm. is probably in my top 10 favorite video games of all time. I
0: know. I know it's a really good game. It's a really good game.
1: And, and don't be wrong. I mean, we're, we're supposed to be talking about Gundam Journey for, yes. for right now. But, but Breath of Fire 3, guys, it's come on. Game. It's a great game. <laughs> so if you can get anything out of this episode, it's Breath of Fire. No. Uh,
0: <laughs> so, so, don't buy off-brand memory cards and don't remove them right. when you're saving.
1: Yeah, do not remove them when you're saving. So... There is one last heavy note I'd like to talk about. Is there anything, though, that you want to mention when it comes to Gundam journey to no, Jabra? No, just Jabbera. go
0: to your heavy note, because I'm. This there's is, been a lot of darkness in this
1: episode. This episode has been pretty dark, guys. If you're still with us and you didn't decide, like, oh, this is too depressing for me and turn it off, then hear me out. So, the Gundam series, I mean, it definitely had a pretty pro- profound impact on me. I, I got into it when I was a teenager. I... Uh, The original run of Mobile Suit Gundam was cut in 2001. Okay. With about ah, about seven episodes left, they stopped airing the series, and I never got to complete it until years later when I actually watched the movie versions, and then only later did I catch the series. September 11th,
0: 2001. Oh, 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 man.
1: The terrorist attack happened, and Cartoon Network thought, oh no, we're not airing anything involving war and Mm -hmm. pulled Gundam and they never showed the ending. They still, to the best of my knowledge, to this day, they've still never showed the original Gundam wow. since then. They, they, like maybe a year later, they had like a like a, a special tsunami thing where it was like you know it's all about the villains, and they had the final battle with Char and Amuro in Gundam uh, in the very final battle, mm-hmm. uh, which was kind of cool. I caught that, but like that was only after I had finished the series. Yeah, the uh, I, wow,
0: the terrorists ruined it again.
1: <laughs> They ruined everything. Man. They took so many lives and they cut, they stopped me from watching Gundam, <laughs>
0: which is the word. No, uh, I, but no, seriously though. like that, That's crazy. That's not crazy, but like, it makes sense, I guess, in our, in our culture here. Why? Right. But it's just, it's just, it's, it's. What's well, a crazy it's, event? It's crazy. Yeah.
1: It, it's I I agree wholeheartedly, and and it's weird to think that like around that time I was getting like I was always kind of interested in like the history of war in yeah. the real world and stuff. And in fact, uh, uh, there's a lot of parallels between World War II and the Gundam, or the original 1979 Gundam. Uh, you know, there's a lot of you know interesting stuff if mm-hmm. you're a history buff. You know. But it felt all too real when we legitimately went to war after Gundam was pulled. and like that was what I was getting into mm-hmm. and stuff. And it's just it's, it was a really, really weird time to be oh, a yeah. teenager in. Oh, yeah, you know, and, I mean, and I think for a lot of our listeners they, they totally know. but uh, but yeah, no, it was I mean, it was like Gundam was like reaching the very end. It was like getting to the finale and was cut. and then we had real world war. Well, real war in the world, not a real world war. Yeah. That would be a little worse. But, but in any event, yeah. So that was that was sort of my experience with like the the Gundam and like Gund- uh, journey to Jaburo. Yeah.
0: Well, this is a this is a very heavy episode. Uh, well, you know what isn't quite as heavy? <laughs> this is Chops. terrible. Yeah. What? What, Greg?
1: Our retro relapse.
0: Jones in for a
1: classic game, it's time for Retro Relapse on the Legend of Retro Podcast. Retro
2: Relapse. Oh
0: man, I can't believe you just did that. So Retro Relapse, (laughs) which
1: isn't quite as heavy, but was still somehow filled with a lot of disappointment.
0: Yeah, wasn't it? Yeah. I think you really like this game. So so chops was like hey he's like i don't even have sega cd
1: and i was yeah, like from
0: all my retro games i found yeah 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 and i was like oh
1: i was like jurassic park i was like oh, i really liked the the jurassic park games on sega i mean rampage edition is honestly just a really awesome game i was like so so let's play this and chops is like uh do you really want to and i was like well yeah why wouldn't i and he's like all right put it in
0: because you've never played it before, never apparently played it. never heard or seen anything about this game, uh, which is surprising—like, really surprising. Like, I'm, I'm a, I'm, I'm more surprised that you've never heard anything about this game than anything else
1: in my life. If, 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 I mean, maybe I've heard of it before, but perhaps I, I pushed it out of my head. Uh, so chops. Why don't you, uh, Why don't you, why don't you fill our listeners in as to, to what this game's wow. like?
0: So picture yourself. <laughs> In a helicopter. Mm-hmm. On your way to Jurassic Park. Sounds exciting. Enter theme from Jurassic Park. Uh-huh. MacArthur's Park, I think. No, it's not a theme. It's not a theme. But anyways. John Williams um, music, yeah. Your helicopter crashes. Sounds sounds thrilling. Oh man. You land just outside the park. What do you do? Well, uh huh. You wake up, you look around at the wreck of your Helicopter, you see the park in the distance, and you start a wonderful, amazing point-and-click adventure game where your goal is to find seven eggs and bring them to an incubator to save the species on the island. It, it was a it was a point-and-click adventure. It was a point-and-clicker, click-and-adventure game, not a great platformer like the regular Sega games no. or anything else. No. Craig... Craig it was great I asked you a lot I'm like you really want to play this game have you ever played it no oh you sure you want to play this I gave you all the opportunity in the world all the foreshadowing without giving away the game that you really shouldn't play this game and yet you didn't listen no I didn't and how does it make you feel not great that's right yeah are you ever going to get this time back no No. no. are you ever going to feel the same about a Jurassic Park game probably not I didn't think so so here's the thing.
1: So the, the game starts, and it's like you, you can wander around like well not wander no, you around, can't you look wander look around. It
0: goes from picture to picture.
1: You look around, and you know you can click on stuff, you can get a gun from like the, the it's you a know, stun gun a stun gun from the helicopter, whatever, you know that's fine. There, there's this like sign you can click on, and, and you know I click on it, and then it's, you, you click a few buttons, and basically it places a little video of this archaeologist who gives you dinosaur facts. And I thought, well, I really like dinosaurs. That's kind of cool. That's sort of a neat feature. And so, you know, they start going through the. Uh, I think the first one I clicked on was the Procompsognathus, and Atheists, which is uh, Compy. a. Compy.
0: Compy, yeah. A little he tiny dinosaur. He had nicknames forever. Never did he ever say the full name of the dinosaur in any of those. Yeah, I thought that was a little frustrating. That was the first thing that kind of annoyed me.
1: Uh, but, you know, he gave some, gave some random facts, you know, and, and they felt pretty legit. And uh, the next sign I clicked on was for the uh, Brachiosaurus. And uh, the game wouldn't let me. It was like I didn't have the right CD, they said, or something. And that was frustrating because all I really wanted at this point in the game was dinosaur facts. I didn't really care to like, get to the park and the seven eggs. I, I just wanted dinosaur facts. And so I, 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 I continued on, and, and Chops is like, oh, okay, yeah, you know, you're getting there. Because you know? like I, I haven't really seen a dinosaur in person yet. And I thought, found a few more signs. And uh, uh, one was on a Gallimimus. Well, okay, yeah, fair enough. They they got a little uh, loose and liberal with the uh, the facts there, and uh, oh, did they now? Uh, well, the yeah, I mean, the, but I felt like they were still rooted in truth and like you know the the in, in evolution, you know, like mm-hmm. uh, you know they they referred to uh, like a uh, like a dodo, uh, like, or dodo, no, not dodo. Uh, what's the bird called?
0: Uh, ostrich.
1: No, it's the the one that lays its eggs in other nests. Uh, coo- uh, cuckoo? Is that what it is? I don't have no idea. Uh, but anyway, yeah, it's a bird that like does that, and they, they're referring to the fact that like maybe the gallimimus did, or uh, yeah gallimimus did that. And I'm thinking like, well, okay, I mean maybe we we don't really have fossil evidence of something like that, but mm. whatever, that's okay, fair enough. And then they get to the dilophosaurus, and they're like, the spitting of a cobra. Could a dilophosaurus do that? Who knows? And it's like you. <laughs> You did you didn't. You <laughs> took the like the most like the like the most BS knowledge from Jurassic Park. The fact that they spit and decided, "You know what? We really need to sell more action figures. Let's have this archaeologist give some facts, quote unquote, on something that we have no fossil evidence that it could possibly be true. It's something they made up for the movie, but 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 no, I mean maybe it could be real. I immediately turned the game off.
0: <laughs> he didn't even get to a point where he interacted with the dinosaur. I was so mad. You were one screen away from that.
1: I was so mad. You have no idea how angry I was that I started getting into the game because I was like, oh, I like dinosaur facts. And then it made me think,
0: was any of what that guy said true? It made you question your whole reality, didn't it?
1: It did. It like Well, not my own dinosaur knowledge. I know that. Oh, but okay. I, I really like dinosaurs. I'm sorry. And, and it just, I was so mad. I was so mad that this, this like, supposedly expert that they've recorded on Sega CD with their, like, full motion video, which is the big thing for Sega CD, <laughs> and they used it to fill you with lies. <laughs> filthy, <laughs> filthy dinosaur lies.
0: I wasn't happy. Oh, really? I wasn't thrilled. I warned you about this. You only said, are you sure? I, I, yeah, because I couldn't, I couldn't take away what you're feeling from you you had to experience this but, Had that is a
1: strong word But i
0: also made it seem like you shouldn't i've experienced this when it came out and years later when i played it again forgetting how terrible it was it's pretty um bad. we may have discussed this on a previous episode back in the day in the old name of the podcast but this game is terrible yeah, you. It's clunky because it's a point and click adventure game on a, a console. Clunky, yeah. Huh? Um, there's not a lot of direction. Nope. And I'll tell you this, Craig. There's a point at which um things happen and you're unable to beat the game because of it.
1: Oh, like, like, like so if, if you, you miss run something, out of,
0: if you run on a stun gun, like it makes it super difficult to beat the game, and I think you can't actually, because like you can stun dinosaurs that are wild as are running at you, but you only have sixty shots of that stun, and they don't take one shot per 60 or what one bullet with you know per shot it's like a it's like a charge i just sound so frustrating it's it's really frustrating it's not yeah. that great of a game it it was a bad move on whoever developed this i don't even i'm gonna look it up because i need to know um
1: yeah it, it, let's see it was it was pretty
0: pretty bad i oh it was made by sega <laughs> It was made by Sega. Developed by Sega Multimedia Studio. They were Sega
1: Multimedia Studios full of idiots. Man. Good Man. Lord. Yeah, that, was a, that is a really bad game. So, yeah. so here's, here's a question, Chops. Uh, you, you have a lot more experience with this than I do. Mm-hmm. I, I just sort of have a, a smattering of knowledge on the 8 bit scale. Two. A two? I'll give it a two. A two. A two. I would have given it a two out of eight, but I'm giving it a one out of eight because it's dinosaur facts are full of lies.
0: <laughs> I just want you to watch like all of those dinosaur facts and just like see what happens. I bet some of them are okay. I bet, you
1: know, cause the ones I saw were all right. You know, they were pretty liberal with it, you know, but, uh, but the, the fact that they like in my head, I realized like, oh they want to sell more of their Dilophosaurus toys with, act, like, spitting action. And, and, and so they're going to have this archaeologist be like, yeah,
0: no, it could totally happen. I mean, it's based off of the book. Did the book get it right?
1: I have no idea. I never actually read the book. See? So maybe it's the book's fault. But here's the thing. The archaeologist shouldn't be relying on Jurassic Park,
0: the novel, it's for
1: based, his dinosaur facts. It's fax. based
0: off the novel. So, Craig, it it doesn't have to be 100% accurate because it's based off of a novel.
1: If they're going to record an archaeologist Uh uh telling me dinosaur facts, then they have to be accurate or I'm not playing their game. And guess what? I stopped playing their game. if,
0: If it's not accurate, then it's a boring game. Because guess what? Dinosaurs are boring, Craig. Chops, uh
1: I realize that you 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 want to you know incite a little bit of action into this show. Yes. But I uh, I don't think you want me to hit hit you with a chair. I don't think that's what you want. I'll just
0: spit at you like a Dilophosaurus would. Shut up,
1: Chops. You're an idiot and I hate you. Hey, hey listeners, hey listeners, hey, you wanna hear all the things I hate about chops? <laughs> I'll give you a hint. Uh, numbers one through seven are that uh, he thinks Dilophosaurus spit acid like a cobra. <laughs> Hate him. <laughs> Hate him. Hate him and this game, Jurassic uh, Park for Sega CD. I don't recommend I don't know how much it is on episode. eBay. This oh, well, yeah, has been a bad episode. You know let's what? Yeah. Find out the
0: price. I Because if it's like more than $3, it's... Oh, it's definitely more than $3. It, it's, I'll It's guarantee you that. It's a Sega CD game. They're very hard to come by. Hmm. In good conditions.
1: Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I can. You know, fair enough.
0: I uh, yeah, the- fifteen dollars seven fifty. Let's see actual not worth purchases that purchases of this completed listings. Yeah, it's so some it's, people paid five uh, dollars. Okay, not worth five. A uh, dollar ninety nine disc only untested. Uh, not $11. worth eleven dollars. Oh, here you go, fifty dollars sealed. <laughs> Never worth that. I'll 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 tell you this
1: uh for for our uh, listeners. Uh if you were paid $5 to take this game off someone else's hands, you still got ripped off.
0: <laughs> I think people should play this game just to see how bad it is. You're a monster. I wouldn't wish this game on my worst enemy.
1: Yeah, you would. No. Yeah, you would. I would not. <laughs> this is that bad. It's th- it, one out of eight for its dinosaur facts. Maybe its
0: gameplay isn't bad. No, the gameplay's bad.
1: Oh, okay. Then, yeah, one the out of eight. is bad. It's bad. It's, it's real bad.
0: Game. You didn't even get to the facility. You didn't get to see, like, the interactions in the computer, unlocking doors. Like, there was actually more cool dinosaur facts as you got through it.
1: Yeah, cooler dinosaur facts that are probably also lies. I mean, you
0: guess you'll never know.
1: You're right, and I'm okay with not knowing. Unless we knowing.
0: watch a speedrun of it right now. Please don't.
1: I'd rather die. <laughs> I'd rather bite off my tongue and die. Oh, jeez. Oh. Yeah, this is this is a really heavy episode.
0: This was. It was all your fault.
1: You know what? You're not wrong. But you know what would make things a little cheerier? What? How about. An RPG protagonist
0: battle. Another one? Yeah. Let's do this. I don't know why he said, let's do this. Like, they're going to do anything. It's all me. These guys aren't going to go back to the studio and record a, a, a bit about the RPG protagonist battle. That, that falls on me. So, yeah. Let's do this, Craig. Let's do this, Chops. Oh, wait. You're nowhere to be found. Uh, Xander here, in case you didn't pick up on that already. Uh, chime in, in this week to let you know who the RPG protagonist battle is going to come down to. Um, we have this one, this, uh, this vote you're about to hear about, and one more. And that's it. The battle's done. Season 2, almost in the books. Because uh, who knows, I, I think we've got another topic episode or two for this season. Uh, and then of course the final episode of this season, quote unquote, uh, will be the episode dedicated to the winner of the Bracket. Um, so it could be one of these two fine characters I'm about to talk to you about. Uh, will it be Cloud Strife of Final Fantasy VII fame? Or will it be VV last name, uh, unpronounceable? Because I'm not going to look it up and I don't remember what it is off the top of my head. I know it starts with an O. I want to say it's, it's like... Or Anita or something like that. I never remember the exact pronunciation, so I'm just going to leave it with that one fake-out one that I just said. So Vivi versus Cloud. Um, And remember, the winner of this gets their own episode. We're going to talk in-depth about that character. Uh, So if you want to listen to the Final Fantasy VII episode again, you pretty much much got Cloud. Um, Yeah, so you could do that if you want. Or you can vote for Vivi and hear all about how cool Vivi is. Yeah, we talked about Final Fantasy IX at the very beginning of the season, but what a cool way to bookend that whole season, you know? Final Fantasy IX at the beginning, Final Fantasy IX at the end, that'd be great. Or Frog from Chrono Trigger. Who knows? I don't. Probably Frog, but uh, that's neither here nor there. I know I personally would have a hard time choosing between Frog and Vivi. Frog and Cloud, not so much. Oran and Cloud, easy pick. Orin versus Vivi, easy pick. Yeah, Frog's, uh, Frog's the main contender. I think he might win this, but who knows? It's all up to you guys and sort of me. I get to vote too, so we'll, we'll see how it goes. Um, so, yeah, head over to the Facebook group. Uh, send us a request to join if you aren't already. And uh, we just do that so we keep the robots out. And, uh, yeah, we'll find out how this vote goes. So I'll kick it back over to Chops and Craig. Um, I didn't listen ahead of time. Because I just am inserting this in real time, I guess. I'm, I'm re- I don't really listen to the episodes as I edit them. I just look for parts and notes uh, to fix, and I kind of go from there. So, yeah. Hopefully, you had some fun here with me. Hopefully, you missed me a ton, and can't wait for me to come back. You just, you just let me know. No one, no one told me about how funny I was last week when I when I chimed in. So maybe you just you don't even want me here anymore. Who knows? That's uh that's on you guys. This is it's getting kind of sad now. All right, well, that's it. Back to Chops and Craig. Enjoy the episode. So long.
1: So, that's today's episode. Uh, I was pretty heavy stuff, but I'm glad you stuck with us.
0: Yeah. If you need a moment, to take a break from listening to the show. <laughs> don't because it's a great show, <laughs> but I guess take a moment to just collect yourself. But you know what? And listen to Andrew WK's yeah, album. Yeah,
1: exactly. Go ahead and uh, uh, you know uh, download uh, Gundam Rock or listen to it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. It's uploaded there, uh, and uh, yeah, that'll that'll help.
0: That'll help. Help uh, a little bit. A don't little. play. Don't play Jurassic Park. ZD. No, don't. No, do play. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: If you have a PlayStation Two, uh, uh, I mean, there's Gundam Journey to Jaburo, but anyway. I uh, hope you uh, enjoyed the show. Yes. Go ahead and listen to Gamezilla, uh, the Alpha Show, and of course Noobs and Dragons. And uh, you know, visit us on Motor City Gaming.
0: And uh, yeah, anything else you want to uh, give, give to our uh, listeners there, Chops? Um, uh, check out the Detroit Beard Collective. Oh yeah, you can go to there. Get a get yourself a beard crate, and uh, get some fancy beard stuff: oils, shampoos, conditioners, combs, all that good stuff.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, everyone, we'll see you next time when the legend Legend continues. continues.